Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I've said it before. Oh, I'll say it again and again and again. Movies are fake. <laughs> they're not real. They're fake. In fact, there's nothing, um, nothing less fake that I can think of in all of the history of, of creation that's less fake than a movie. Uh, I mean, movies don't even move. We've talked about this in previous podcasts. It's a, everybody knows it's a hundred something thousand still pictures one after the next. We've all seen film strips. Who knows if they use them anymore? Uh, that is to say, strips of actual film with analog frames on them that are projected, <clears throat> as opposed to some <clears throat> some studio, some some theater uh, uh, digital projection systems that they. They have uh, now. I don't know. Looks good to me. Uh, even even home on my, my my flat screen looks looks pretty good to me. And hey, I was a professor for forty years uh, at a at a film school. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't know anything at all about it. Um, in any event, um, I can't tell you how many times writers have brought themselves down uh, by not recognizing uh, that it's it, 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 it's a fantasy. Uh, that's the way people really speak, I'll be told, of a character who, um, I'll be giving notes on a script, of a character who uh, hems and haws and ums and errs and a lot of um, spelled out, transliterated uh, vocal pauses. Um, no, uh, uh, don't do that, I urge. And people say, yeah, but that's the way people really talk. Well, of course, the way people really talk is, is available on the streets for free. You don't need to buy a movie ticket. Go into a theater, and 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 also worse than that, uh, it's boring the way people people really really go. Well, that really happened. Well, so what? I could tell you things that really happened. I bored the previous podcast uh, listeners with details of what I did that day up to the podcast. Uh, all of it real, all of it current, and today, and all of it really, 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 really boring. <clears throat> The challenge is, is is to make it up, not to look it up, but to to make it up. It shouldn't be real like in the in the history books. I remember I was once on the Today Show defending um, the Da Vinci Code against uh, the Catholic League. Bill Donahue, head of the Catholic League, became a, my good buddy. <laughs> we uh, we sat on opposite sides of Matt Lauer, if you can imagine such a thing. <laughs> With Bill complaining that uh, the movie was inaccurate uh, in the way uh, that it uh, uh, treated Catholic theology and and the history uh, of the church. Um, only wanted Ron Howard to, to, to put a um, disclaimer on it. This is fiction. Uh, or, uh, uh, I mean, if you, if, you, if you go to a bookstore and you look for Dan Brown's book, The Da Vinci Code, it's in the... The, the section called fiction, you know, you know. To say that it's fiction is like saying that a peach is a fruit. Like, no kidding. I think uh, uh, the the metaphor here, uh, the 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 saying we hear all the, <laughs> is the Pope Catholic uh, applies applies here. Like, of course. Um, so I remember uh, uh, Matt Larrow turning me, giving me a chance to. To respond, and I said that uh, when I'm hungry and I I want a uh, tuna fish sandwich, I do not go to the hardware store. 
And what I meant by that, of course, was that if I want a, a lesson in theology, if I want a, uh, a lesson in history of, 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 I don't go to the movie theater, going to bad history, bad theology, and worst of all, a bad, um, um, a bad movie. So uh, never mind uh, uh, the so-called the truth. It's an arrogant notion even to think that you know the truth about this or that or the other thing. The, the more you look into, into issues over history, you see the more, um, the more nuanced, the more complex uh, uh, everything seems to be. And the closer you look, the less focused it becomes. And... And the more difficult, not easier, but more difficult to understand. You have to give in, into that. You have to let let that happen uh, in the creation of your uh, your dramatic narratives. I see too many. Um, we're talking about truth now. I see too many writers complain when their movies are made into screenplays uh, that were not the way they'll put it true. There's that word again to the script that they. They wrote liberties. Uh, liberties uh, were, were were taken. Um, uh, wow! Would I love to see liberties taken over my screenplays rather than uh, what usually happens to them, which is they just sit there unproduced, uh, unproduced at all. I've said to writers in the past um, that uh, uh, you need to get out of your own way. I remember the swim coach. The women's Olympic team, uh, 88, was practicing at UCLA before going on to, um, uh, this was the, the Olympic swim team, before going on to Seoul, Korea to compete in the Olympics that year. They were at UCLA, and um, coach wanted them on the West Coast to, to practice for a couple of weeks, then in Hawaii to get used to the time lag. And I, I actually saw... Uh, you know, so I'm side by side by by some of these swimmers because they set aside several lanes for them. But we we still swam. Those of us who are obsessive compulsive swimmers like me for many years, uh, we still had a couple of lanes there. And I remember the coach saying to a reporter who asked him why he didn't work more closely on on um, uh, Janet Evans' stroke. It was a very uh, unorthodox stroke. Uh, very splashy, uh, very inelegant. The only thing good about it was it was like <laughs> a rocket ship. The water boiled around her. I mean, uh, she was fast, and that, that's not just important. That's the whole deal, isn't it, in a, a sport like uh, swimming? How fast can you go, and for how how long? I remember the coach saying, I overheard him saying to to the reporter, you know, uh, uh, being a, uh, an athletic coach, and I think this is great advice also for teachers of artists, like your humble podcaster. Um, I think it's also good for parents raising children. Half your job, he said, is to show the way. And the other half is to get out of the way. Uh, there's a difference between leading and teaching and expanding and nourishing and encouraging and supporting on one hand and, and I don't know, subsuming, uh, commanding, taking over, replacing the, uh, the artist. Uh, I remember saying to a writer in my last few years at UCLA, uh, you know, this shouldn't work at all. We sat down one-on-one as I did with the writers at the end of each quarter 
uh, to discuss their screenplays. I worked with eight at a time. That set aside a couple of days to have meetings and discuss these scripts. And I remember saying to one of them, you know this? I could make this so much more economical. I want to pull this word out of that word. But it's you. It's it's your style. It reads reads very well. Uh, it engaged me. And, and uh, I would just... Uh, <laughs> Get out of your own way. Get out of it. Let me get out of your way and just leave, just leave it. It's working exactly exactly as it is. So I think I think again. Not only do writers have to get out of the way of of um, of their own writing uh, while they're actually at the keyboard, hard at work. They also have to get out of the way of that movie. God willing, they have the uh, uh, the opportunity to have it badly made. Badly produced somewhere at a uh, you know production company. <laughs> I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's a privilege, even merely, to be mistreated uh, in Hollywood. The last, the worst thing Hollywood will do to anybody is just to put them on ignore. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please uh, subscribe on Substack and Medium, and do do share these episodes with pals on uh, on social media. Um, uh, I think I, I meant to say medium be- before Substack and medium. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Come on back next time for my next cast. <laughs>